Peacock Streaming, the biggest live events from Super Bowl 56 to complete coverage of the Winter Olympics. It's all the unbelievable sports to love. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Byrne. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the 30th man in this year's Royal Rumble match, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? As always during the pandemic, air quotes, Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm doing great. And it's not just other companies that are opening the forbidden door. Mm. We have opened the forbidden door of Twitter because Lord knows I don't even... I'm not sure I want many of those people entering our Royal Rumble, but we have vetted this guy. He hasn't come yes. from GCW. Like I don't know, he, <laughs> like he he will he will he will earn his keep here. Absolutely right. Yes, we we have again opened the door to the Cross Podcast collaboration once again. The third man has joined us on the show. You've known him. You've heard him on our airways before. Mr. Chris Stevens. Chris, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm good. Glad to be here, and I'm glad to be in the gorilla position with you guys once again. We are here once again. We're going to talk some – when you know Chris is in the house, you know we're going to talk some wrestling. We're going to get to the wrestling stuff in a little bit. But we're going to talk about the football action that we all enjoyed this past weekend as well because, as Chris Domingo says, this is his favorite weekend of the year, and it kind of paid off quite well for those of us who do like football. So we're going to talk some football. We'll talk some wrestling, maybe even throw some Ben Simmons talk in there as well. Again, on this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker, all that good stuff. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, iPad, computer, MP3, Nibble device. Listen at home or take us with you on the go, 24-7, 365. You can also catch us in, in Philly every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you are via the TuneIn app or TuneIn.com. Just search for Philly Cam and, do, uh, and follow us and listen to us again every Saturday at 10 a.m. on the Philly Cam stream on TuneIn. Now let's talk some football. Oh, I'm sorry, I should say. We all have Twitter handles. Mr. Domingo's at SKD215. Mr. Stevens is at CJ writes and things letter N and things. And I am at the BS line. I will start with you, CJ. What are you going to be tweeting about this weekend? I said it's, it's divisional championship weekend. So I'm assuming that's what you'll be talking about on the Twitter machine. Definitely keeping track of that. Hopefully it, not to give too much of this particular um, show away. Hopefully we'll have some updates on the, uh, the conundrum that is the uh, crumb bum situation with the, yes. uh, Wells Fargo Center inhabitants of the basketball team and pretty much anything else that comes to mind. If you follow me on Twitter, you know, I'm an amalgam of thoughts, sports, music, cars, and some stuff that Roy will more, more than likely escort me off the Twitter feed for. So just, just be mindful of when you follow me, there's a lot of stuff that comes with following. <laughs> there definitely is. Although you've been pretty good. So you've been pretty good recently, although maybe I haven't been paying attention, but you, but you <laughs> haven't had to kick you off. The, I haven't had to kick you off, you know, recently. So no, but, but as we record this again, we are 17 days away from the trade deadline. We are, um, as we're recording this, we are six days, five days away. I should say from Royal rumble, which is Saturday. Um, again, as this airs today, as this airs, and then six days away, of course, from conference championship weekend. Mr. Domingo, I guess you'll be tweeting about the wrestling on Saturday and the football on Sunday. You you already have my schedule down, Pat. And no, <laughs> I, I, I I mean, this is, uh, I mean, Royal Rumble's always been a fave of mine, but I think it's, it, 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 I'm glad we got this pay-per-view back in front of fans because, like, I don't know, like, just getting – that immediate pop for whenever Hornswoggle comes out or when mm. Titus O'Neill comes out or like, or, or whoever comes out. I think we learned, like, I don't know, like much better for worse. Wrestling is a lot better with, 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 with that, with, with that crowd support or booing. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and again, we'll talk about WrestleMania. We'll talk about again, like you said, the first Royal Rumble in a while, you know, with fans, we have to talk about, again, as, as I mentioned before, the weekend that you call the best weekend in sports, divisional championship weekend in the NFL. We got four games, and by and large, the four games 
um, they kind of paid the dividends. They kind of, they kind of, you know, we expected good football. We, by and large, we got good football. I'll, I have some reservations about this, but we'll talk about it. Um, let's just kind of go in order. Football. Yeah, dramatic football. We, dramatic. we got dramatic football. We got dramatic football. Let's just go in order. Let's just go in order. You know, the game, the Saturday game, which, you know, a lot of people think is the sat- early Saturday game, which is usually the game where people are like, eh, you know, it's a couple teams that, you know, not everybody's in love with. We got some good football in that early Saturday window. Bengals 19 Titan 16. We got the full Ryan Tannehill experience, ladies and gentlemen. You know those old Michael Vick experience commercials where you put on the headset and you kind of they flip you around like the whole Nike commercial. We got the whole Ryan Tannehill experience. We got the interception on the first play of the game. We got the interception at the first play of, of the second half. Any interception on his last pass of the game for Ryan Tannehill. Um, Ryan Tannehill and the Titans largely kept in check. Joe Burrow sacked nine times but still had enough juice in him to, to engineer that game-winning drive and that field goal, the game-winning field goal by Evan McPherson. So, CJ, let me start with you. Um, did we see, or is is this the, I don't want to say coronation, because I don't, that's like kind of too much, but is this the, the official beginning of the Joe Burrow era? Yes, absolutely. Um, and this pains me to say, because as you guys know, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, yes. and hashtag don't ask me about the doggone Browns. Um, yeah, I feel like, Joe Burrow, for one, I, I, although I really am kind of annoyed that media folks are starting to call him Joe Cool because there's only one Joe Cool, and that is the GOAT QB, Joseph Clifford Montana Jr., but Burrow has it. You know, he's he's got the swagger, he's got the confidence, and more importantly, he's got the gun. And now mm-hmm. he's got, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, two talented young wide receivers that are kind of like in the Jerry Rice, John Taylor mold to be right. alongside Burrow if they're going to paint him as a Montana. And the only thing the Bengals have to clear up is that offensive line because I feel because I, I think they said it, the only QB to ever win a playoff game with that many sacks is one Donovan Jamal McNabb. Right. So, and the Eagles actually had a better offensive line then than the Bengals have now. Imagine if the Bengals actually have, you know, they had a legend that left tackle named Anthony Munoz. I'm covering Boomer Esiason's back for so long. If they get an Anthony Munoz type, I mean, the sky's the limit for that team. And I think it's, and I, and, and I don't want to take anything away from the Bengals, but I also want to say that it's more so that the Titans, hopefully they've come to the realization that they've gone as far as they can go with Ryan Tannehill, because he's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's not it. He is not it. So Mr. Domingo, let me, let me turn this to you again. We're going to talk about two other quarterbacks in that conference in a little bit. Um, in uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Well, let me ask you again, with those two guys, you know, with Justin Herbert, you know, with, whoever else you may like in the AFC, but those are basically the four guys in the AFC with all those guys. Again, are we too kind of quick to quick on the gun with Joe Burrow, or is he going to kind of be that guy, you know, for the next 10 years in the AFC? I, I feel that like, I guess it's, I guess it's, it's like, how do you like your ice cream? Do you like, like, I, I don't know. Like I feel Joe Burrow is the most, <laughs> I don't want to like, I don't know. This doesn't mean anything more than it does vanilla. Like, cause, because, like, cause I feel he doesn't have that, that like missile for an arm. He doesn't have like that, like physical, like he doesn't look like th- this is a very technical term that I'm going to use for quarterback. He don't look like a freak. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mahomes freaky. Right. Like, I don't know. And I know Jalen Hurts said he freaky, but now he, he ain't freaky like that. Like, I don't know. Justin <laughs> Herbert, Justin Herbert freaky. Right. Lamar freaky. Like right. I don't think people see Joe Burrow and think, yo, he he a freak. But I think he has freak intangibles. Like I, I don't know to be able to as a second year guy. I, I mean, people don't realize like if you're picking number one, like all, on the merits of your play, it's not like they traded up. Like people want to say, oh, the Eagles got to the Super Bowl two years after. No, they actually had to trade up to two. Like I don't know, they like the Bengals were booty enough to pick number one. And for them to be in the uh, one game away from the Super Bowl two years away, and with a coach I don't think people had any trust in, I think it's pretty remarkable. Like, I, and like it shows that you don't even need to do like everything right. If you do, if you do, if you do the important parts of the group project right, you are on your way. And I think the Bengals are proof of that. And and circling back to the Titans. I think this is just a ref, like referendum on on middle of the road quarterbacks that you can't be paying them twenty like you can't and someone said it like I don't know I think it might have been our last he said you don't pay good players great money and guys like Tannehill 
Derek Carr, Cousins, and I, I, the guy who defies the odds every week, James Garoppolo. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he feels like you shouldn't pay him, but somehow he's another step away from getting the two out of three Super Bowls. So what the hell do I? Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, at some point, like, you're right. Like, you shouldn't pay great, you know, good players great money. But at some point, you're going to have to, I mean, because how many great quarterbacks are there? And how many, no, how many no. quarterbacks and can you win with? People are very, like, <clears throat> I don't know, think in, like, this box. Say, oh, you can – Oh, you can draft a quarterback every four years. No, like that's not reality. Like I don't no. know. Like if like you, no one w- would stand for that. The coaches wouldn't stand for that. Like like if, if the coaches and coaches are very and coaches and players are very ego maniacal, where they're like, yo, I think we can win with Jimmy. Oh, I think we can win with Ryan Tannehill. And then when it comes down, and you, it like, and the problem is with these quarterbacks, you don't you realize you can't win with them in the most soul crossing of, of fashion. Like, I don't know. It's like Tannehill, like not knowing the situation where just play for overtime, bro. Like there's no need to be throwing in like triple coverage to Eli Apple. And no, like, I, I mean, it's that it's like, and I think that's the freak intangible that these guys don't have. Like, like, I, I think really, like, I don't know, like the, one of the th- three biggest things a, a franchise quarterback should have for me is just is courage under fire. And I think that's Joe Burrow's, frankly, his best trait. No, you're you're absolutely right. And and I guess my my, my only thing, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the point I was trying to get at, <clears throat> excuse me, is that you have so many ta- talented quarterbacks in the AFC. We're going to look back at this, you know, five years from now, and we're going to say, you know, I don't I don't I hate using the word disappointment. But we're going to say I expected more from a guy X, and he just didn't do it. And that's just probably because of you know all the other guys in that conference around him. I mean, like. I don't know how many more, you know, AFC title games any of these guys are going to go to throw in throw Lamar Jackson in that bunch, you know, 10 years from now, because they all got to play each other. Like at some point, somebody's got to lose. So like how Jordan was de- de- denying everybody titles all the time in the, in the NBA. I think we're going to see some really good quarterbacks over the next 10 years in the AFC, just not win. CJ, do you, you agree with that? Or no, that's a great comparison, Roy, about, oh, sorry, sorry, Chris. Like I'll, I'll let you go. It feels like, I don't know, Ewing, Barkley, right. Miller going up against Mike. And, like, I don't know, like, I feel that, like, I don't know, I feel for me Lamar's the wild card, where, like, if he just gets just a tad better throwing the rock, like, I think he's, the, like, he's the freak, like, like he's another, like, he's a, someone who can add to his freak tendency, so, I, I mean, but, I, I mean, you need a freak, like Adina Howard said. <laughs> Yeah, and I, yeah, the back, yeah, the back, the piggyback on what Chris is saying. I still feel like out of all the guys we've mentioned, I still feel like Lamar Jackson is the one that still has considerable ceiling that he hasn't even come close right. to reaching yet. Like the dude can run. We've seen he can throw. Like his his decision making just needs to be a snap better, and it didn't help the Ravens caused that they lost three running backs before the start of the season to do the injury. Like you lose that many safety valves. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to come up short. And I feel like what you what Roy, what you're saying is correct. There's going to be some guy, maybe two or three that we'll look back on in the next five or 10 years and say, why didn't they get to a Super Bowl or why couldn't right. they get past the divisional round? It's just, it's depth. It's a depth situation. You know, There'll be teams, there were teams in the 80s in the NBA that were good enough to win division titles and get to conference finals, but Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Those guys just in the whoever in, in the and I feel like the guy again, the guy who I feel like can be the Jordan of this set is still Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson and these rest of these guys. Again, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I can definitely say that. Like, this, this but, AFC quarterback, but, yeah. Oh, sorry, right? But I think we could like uh, right now. I and one, I feel this weekend, like moved dudes up in like because usually you don't move guys up in like these quarterback tiers. These scores are like embedded, like and that dude in Buffalo just <laughs> he moved himself up real high, like and because I don't know. Like, and I think people have said this. I don't think we have seen – this is how quarterbacking should look like, elite quarterbacking. Like, I don't know, and I and I don't want to be that, oh, 
the Eagles should have this, but man, dude, like that kind those these kind of quarterbacks just um just remove a lot of flaws on your team. No, they they again they're they're a, they're a good cologne. Like I'd like to say, like a good a quarterback is a really good cologne uh, that covers up a lot of flaws on the team. Um, but we saw a lot of flaws in that the second game on Saturday, the Niners Packers game, the game the Niners won again at the gun um, with a Robbie Gould field goal, thirteen to ten. Um, we saw again maybe the most talented quarterback of our time, um, probably not the the best um, Google researcher of our time, but but Aaron Rodgers himself. Um, kind of, you know, we thought, well, I thought that, you know, after that opening drive and he went right down the field, I thought it was going to be scary hours for the, for the Niners. But we saw a whole bunch of punts, a whole bunch of three and outs, a whole bunch of Jimmy G just basically wanting to give the game up like seven times over because um, we saw like about three or four near interceptions uh, from Jimmy G. Um, snow picked up, game picked up, blocking, uh, scoop and score for a touchdown. Green Bay, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I'm a booty picked up. Uh, but Jimmy G did just enough at the end. Again, he hit, he hit Kittle across the middle on that pass. Um, had another had another pass. Got in, got in uh, range for the game winning field goal, and the Niners escaped Green Bay with the victory. Uh, Mr. Stevens, was this the last game in Green Bay as a Packer for one Aaron Rodgers? I'm going to go on a limb and say it's his last game. Period. Ooh, I'm, Ooh. I I firmly believe that. Not even just from the standpoint of him being throw Rogan or. Um, Rush Lambeau or whatever else they called that man over the weekend. Oh my God, that was the most epic slander ever. You know, after great. that, yeah. That but great. I feel like he's gonna end up riding off into the sunset. Can you ride off into the sunset after a division loss? I no, mean- no, no, no. <laughs> you ride off with those like cans when people get married, but they're full. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Full soup. No, I, I mean like, like. The- Aaron Rodgers should be blessed and thanking whatever God or or he if he even believes in a God because he probably doesn't at this point. Probably not. That mm-hmm. that his game came on Saturday because with this Allen Mahomes like I don't know battle at the OK crowd people keep forgetting this dude pulled off one of the biggest choke jobs that a great player has had. Frankly, I can remember. Like I don't know. This is this is three one. This is this is LeBron losing to JJ Barea and Deshaun Stevenson in in the finals. And like, I, like I think no, like I, I mean, like, did anyone was this like? I feel that like I don't know. People didn't even have time to get like prepare for these jokes because I don't think anyone expected this to happen so soon. Like I, I mean, like everyone thought that like, nah, Jimmy G. Like I don't know. He almost like I don't know. He almost gave the game away against Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. He's not gonna give the ball away to Aaron Rodgers. And right. lo and behold, I mean, like the Packers lost to a team that didn't score an offensive touchdown. Like I don't nope. know, like Rodgers couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> at home. Like no, this 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 gave me very 07 Favre against the Giants vibes. Where like I don't know, like it felt like it just felt like like Rogers said the last dance. It felt like everything was in place. Like defense, this is the best defense Rogers ever had, and they didn't go up an offensive touchdown. What else do you want, buddy? Like I like hmm. I, I feel that like he has like, and usually he can. Usually, and this is what happens when you think you're a genius. Use like in the last year, he's had the public behind the side when it's like been against like I don't know like the Packers management or like not getting him, not getting him supported like for receivers. But now I feel like dudes are like, dude, this is all your fault. Like I don't know, like you can't blame nobody. Like you can't blame Lafleur. Can't blame I don't know lack of a, like this is on you, pal. And he needs to eat it. He needs to eat piles of it. All right, yeah. So- yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, look, actually, before you before you respond, Chris, let, let me tee this up because a I want to tee this up. You I actually say your piece, but I want you to answer this question too. I need to tee this up because I got to want to get my charger. But anyhow, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers since that Super Bowl again went to what was it four was it four NFC title games? He's been to at least three, I think four, a bunch. Anyhow, ain't been back. Had a had a, a bad loss again this weekend against Jimmy Garoppolo. Does this loss kind of? I don't know, reconfigure where you think Aaron Rodgers is in the all-time quarterback rankings. Let's throw that out there and not going to run away, but I'll be back. I would have to say yes. I'm going to say that because there, there's a guy that, you know, I follow, you know, a fellow, you know, local journalist here in Delaware. He said over 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking, the Green Bay Packers only have two Super Bowl championships. Think about that. 
you had Brett Favre from 91 to 07. You had Aaron Rodgers from 2008 to now. And you only have two Lombardis to show for it. And I feel like in Favre's case, that Packer defense was just as booty as it wanted to be after Reggie White retired. So he was never going to – I mean, this was a team that gave up a fourth and 26 to um, Donovan McNabb from Freddie Mitchell for crying Freddie. out loud. That, that, that defense was – that Packers defense was T-Rash. This year, there's no, there was no excuses for Aaron Rodgers. They gave him everything he wanted. You know, he got more of the say of the play calling. You know, he – they they paid Devontae Adams, who of course is a is a freak at the wide receiver position. You know the best defense he's ever had on his side, and he didn't get it done. So he'll be remembered as one of the better quarterbacks in the game. But as far as all time goats, no, I, I can't I can't give him that. And and it has nothing to do with you know anything off the field, even though as annoying as that stuff and as dangerous as that stuff is, the on the field stuff is incriminating enough. Because if you're if you're as good as you say you are, if you're if you're Godgers, as I, I used to call Aaron Rodgers Godgers all the time. Now it's like you're just another dude with one Super Bowl. You're Nick Foles. Yes, he's Joe Flacco. He's Joe Flacco with terrible hair. And and and, <laughs> and, and, and Christian brought up a great point. It's like I, I mean, the 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 Green Bay Packers have been blessed with all time quarterbacking for three decades since I've been since we've all been watching football basically, and they have. Not even just two Super Bowls, three Super Bowls attended appearances. Bard made two. Rodgers has only made one Super Bowl. One. That's why, like, I, I, I mean, like, and that's why I've got to root for Jimmy. To, like, because if, if, <clears throat> if, 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 if Italian Tebow can can get to one more Super Bowl than you, that's like, no, that's that, that's a referendum on you. And and I've always felt that, like, I don't know, like. You gauge all-time players, not great players. Like, I don't know, like, who the hell's judging, like, a Ben Simmons or whatever. You're, you judge all-time players on clutch playoff championship performances. And Rodgers, as – I hate to use the C word. He's choked. Choked. Like, and I, and I know that, like, some of those defenses have been bad. But you should – like, I mean, if you make a couple more plays against Green Bay in your, in your crib last year, you win. If you make one play – one play against the Niners, you win. And I'm just like, I'm just being selfish. I'm just glad I don't have to talk about him in the top five. I can bring my boy Elway back in. I Confidently, I can say. <laughs> because at least my boy John took trash teams in the Super Bowl. One, got to five. Like, I don't know. Like, no, like, I'm happy now. And, and one, it's not like he's the most, like, not the most rootable guy, but not even, like Chris said, not even factoring that in. You judge dudes on your playoff performances. And I feel like, I don't know, he's coming up as slow as, like, I don't know, my Green Pippen right now. No, you you absolutely judge quarterbacks. Again, like, I know people say wins and losses aren't quarterbacks. No, you absolutely, you absolutely judge you absolutely judge all-time great quarterbacks on, on playoff success. I mean, it is what it is. And, again, when you've been – again, when you've had all the all these chances after, after a Super Bowl win to get back and you haven't even gotten back, then that's a knock on you. When you've been 13, you've won 13 games three straight years, the last three years, it's like you should have, you know, a, a Super Bowl appearance within one of those three years if you're the greatest quarterback, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time, and you don't. So, you know what? I, I get it. I'm not going to say, you know, Nick Foles with a bad haircut. I'm not going there, but I understand, you know, that, the, 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 you know, the legacy takes a little, a couple knocks. Um, again, so he will not be probably without another Super Bowl. Well, at least without another Super Bowl, will not be on a level of another quarterback we saw this weekend, who almost did it again um, down in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady almost single-handedly willed his team back against the Rams, who just wanted to give the game up seven thousand times themselves. Uh, they were a whole team of Jimmy Garoppolo's um, on Sunday, um, but they pulled out the thirty to twenty-seven win um, despite multiple Cam Akers fumbles, despite the Cooper Cup fumble, despite the bad snap, despite the Matt Gay missed field goal. Um, they hung on long enough to, to win this game. Mr. Stevens, I'll ask you, is this again, and I get you, I guess you are the agenda man. Does, does this, does this, the, uh, not the agenda man, but or does this change the, the out your outcome or outlook on one Matthew F. Stafford? I have, if anybody's followed me on Twitter during the regular season, during the Rams drive to the NFC title game, I've said that John Matthew Stafford is the prototypical Cinderella that's going to, the, the Cinderella character that's going to turn into a pumpkin. Like, when you've been associated with losing for as long as that man has with the Detroit Lions, 
it's hard to see a avenue where he becomes a winner. But Saturday night, no, Sunday afternoon, excuse me, he became a winner. Mm-hmm. Because if you're talking about ways the what's that movie, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days with Drew Barrymore or whatever it is? The Rams were like, how to lose a football game in 15 minutes. And, mm-hmm. they, and, they, and, they, and they gave you every conceivable way. Fumbles, bad snaps, personal fouls, missed field goals, and and you're and you're and, and you're watching the goat on the other side, and it, it's what he do, mm-hmm. it's what he do. He was yep. he was down twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl. I mean, and he and he came he he brought his team back. He was down fourteen to Patrick Mahomes at home and on on the road in the AFC title game. Brought yep. them back, like he, he he brought that team back to a tie. And this is where you're thinking, okay. You know, the Rams just can't get right. Matt Stafford can't just, just can't get right. But he found a way. And if he can get this Rams team to a Super Bowl, and I feel like they have a good shot against either a more bun Chiefs defense or an untested Bengals defense, whichever one he gets, I think this absolutely elevates Matt Stafford into a class where he can say, yes, he was always worth the hype. He was just stuck with a bad team. Mr. I don't think I could have said it any better. No, yeah, and, yeah. And when, no, and, and just to jump on that cologne analogy, it's hard like to like wipe that bad loser stench off you. Like I don't know, like I don't know, like like he because he's like Chris said, he's had loser stance on him because he played for the Lions. But if you look at like I don't know the way his old teammates like Darius Slay respect this dude, I root for him because like I, I don't know, it wasn't his damn fault that he got blessed with being being drafted by the worst franchise in sports. And and one that that throw that he made the cup to win the to basically win the game. He did that dude is staring down a barrel. Like I don't know. Todd Bowles dials up as like as a zero. Like I don't know, a zero blitz. And one, you have like and this is what great quarterbacks and good quarterbacks do. Good quarterbacks don't make that throw. Either the good quarterbacks get sacked, there's a pick, just panics. And I think and and in the regular season, I thought Stafford was just a good quarterback because he was just destined to throw a pick six. But man, to make that throw in that moment when like basically the world is is against you, like I don't know, going one on one against the coach, that's a big move. That's a like that's a legacy changing move. Like and people want to throw around that word legacy, but man, this change it. This is the beginning of the narrative change for Matt Stafford. Like I don't know because he's always had the physical traits, but everyone thought no, he's like mentally soft or he's just a he he don't got that winner gene i'm like mm-hmm. having good luck having a winner gene in detroit and, right. and, and, when it didn't take, and it didn't take it took a year and kudos to the rams for like i don't know not going the the traditional team building route they said we don't care about picks we're gonna get we're gonna trade for players we're gonna we're gonna like i don't know sorry chris we're gonna trade we're gonna sign odell we're gonna trade for von miller like no this is not the regular way you build an nfl team but it's working so who am i to say that this is the wrong way no man like they no they figured i mean they figured out a way to make it work and again they're in the nfc title game san fran's in the nfc title game so look we're gonna get jimmy garoppolo or matt stafford in the super bowl um in a couple of weeks um I guess, well, I, I mean, like, that's not too far from what we thought could happen. I mean, no, at the beginning I know, of the season. This, you know what? I, 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 I want to go back. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is the conference championship I had. I didn't think it would be this way. I thought Trey Lance would be playing. But I, I mean, like, <laughs> and no, and I, I thought that, like, that, like, it just set up perfectly for them to play a Super Bowl in their crib. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, and, and I think people were, like, I don't know, people just don't like when, dudes get overhyped like i think they feel they get like what is matt's like i think the line is what has matt stafford done to like earn this like these at like this these expectations i'm like because the dude is good <laughs> like I, like i don't know and like one i think i think he's proven that he is mentally tough like he's got that semi i don't want to call him a freak he's not semi-freak stuff no, no 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 he's not he's not a freak um, I'm not gonna say he got that that AI die hard, um, but I mean, look, he like he's a really good thrower of the football when he needs to be. Um, he'll make some knucklehead decisions every now and then. But I mean, like as far as part of as, when it comes to like the tools of the quarterback position, he's got a lot of that stuff. So yeah. I mean, like yeah, like I'm not gonna knock Matt Stafford, um, but those guys, the guys who have the most stuff, we saw on Sunday night um, in that Chiefs Bills game. Um, look, 
I, I don't, I hate, I hate H A T E being the prisoner in a moment. So I'm not going to say what a lot of people are saying. I will just put it out there and say this was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. I ain't going to say the, I'm not going to say undoubtedly it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Now, like, like do, do you just mean football or do you mean football, sports? football, football? Oh, yeah, okay. no, football, 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 football. No, one of the best football games. Like, I'll say one of the, I'll, I'll give you that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lean all the way into that. But CJ, let me ask you. Was this the or one of the best football games you have ever seen in your life? If it is not top five, then I don't know what it is. Okay. That to me, you you three lead changes in the last two minutes. Right. 25 points between two quarterbacks who threw for over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. And you and people are gonna lean on the overtime rule aspect of it. And I'm gonna say I hate the overtime rule as well, but you should be able to stop somebody in 13 seconds from getting in the field goal range. Yep. And I don't know what Leslie Frazier was thinking in that coverage. I don't know how you lose track of Travis Kelsey, but the game is the game. And one thing you can, one thing that we've learned about Patrick Mahomes over the last four or five years is that you can't give this dude a sliver, not an inch, not a crack, not a sliver because he will take full advantage. And I, I had no bad. idea sliver meant 13 seconds. I had no idea sliver meant 13 <laughs> seconds. This is stupid. No, no, this defies logic. Because I was I because I don't know. I'm rooting for the Bills. Like I don't know. They're like they're like Philly North. Like I don't know. They've been through hell for like as like a, a, as a fan base. I thought the game was over. Josh Allen throws another missile. But he needed 13 seconds, man. This is just, no. The game, like, the I, game I, was over seven times in the last two minutes. Like the game was over like multiple. Like, I thought the game was over when Casey went up 26-21. I'm like, all right, Josh Allen's great. He's not gonna like pull this out again. Like he's not gonna like because he, he already had him. You know, like I mean, he's you know had that fourth quarter, you know, like the fourth quarter drive early in the game where they converted twice on the fourth. You know, I'm sorry, fourth down, the two fourth downs in that first drive of the game. I'm like. All right. Well, there's only so many times you can keep converting fourth downs. I mean, like, nope. I mean, like, nope. you know, like <laughs> normal humans can only convert fourth downs a couple times. But again, as we saw with Justin Herbert, I guess a couple weeks ago, I guess they're not normal humans. But I thought the game was over like seven times over. But it, but like as Chris said, 25 points in the last two minutes, which is nuts. Um, you like we saw. I think I think we could definitively say we saw the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, on on Sunday night, I think I think that's a definitive statement. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. absolutely, anyone, absolutely. Anyone who argues this should be banned from watching football because no, like no, that felt important. Like I don't know, like and I'm not gonna say like I don't know because like and and when this just starts an entirely different conversation about oh should you draft like I don't know guys on potential. I'm like for every Josh Allen, there's 80 Paxton Lynches, there's 80 whatever. Like I don't know, like. Josh Allen is just in a like an anomaly, more than locally a freak. Like I don't know, like this is the same dude who looked like Taysom Hill two years ago in the playoffs, and now he just like no, like I, I mean like it's hard to develop. Like it really is the biggest lottery ticket in sports. Like if you get one of these, you're set for a decade, quite literally a decade. And to see these two guys go, like I, I mean they were like. And it's rare in football because there's a defense that exists, and there's a, like another side. Like I, I mean, you saw two quarterbacks go, like th- tud for tud. I never seen this before. No, I mean, like I don't think we've uh, again. I hate to be that guy, but I don't think we've ever seen it to this extent where two quarterbacks like this just kind of just kept going at each other. Just like just again, like somebody on Twitter said it was Hagler Hearns. I'm like, yeah, it probably was. Like this is probably I, was the I was gonna say Hogan <laughs> Warrior. Like, like this was me in 1990 in the sky. Like, no, this felt like, and, and, and one, because I think a lot of people were like, knew Josh Allen was good, but they didn't know he was good. Like, I don't know, like, like, like pencil this dude in for a for 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 a ring at some point, because I feel that like it's gonna like in Buffalo fashion when they knock down this door, it's gonna be crazy because like I like I think a lot of people thought that they were dude. I I I thought they were dude. Last night, I thought this was like they had the great defense. Like, I'm like they ranked in every category top three, and it don't matter when you got Tyreek Hill, peace and dudes. Like, don't I don't matter. know, like, I like, no, like, like, but this is what, like, I don't know. And, and I think the adage is like players win, like, like plays win games, players win championships. And I feel that this is like 
the Bills just the, the Chiefs just have better players, and that's crazy to say because the Bills have a lot of good players. But when you have like the top, like you could argue, Roy, that like the Chiefs have three of the top fifteen players in the league. Listen, here's what I'm going to say, CJ. I'll, I'll turn this over to you. It don't matter how good your guy is if there's a bigger freak on the other side of the on the other <laughs> sideline. Right? I'm serious. Like I mean, like you can have the, an alien or whatever you want to have. But you have the alien of aliens on that other sideline in Patrick Mahomes. It don't matter, man. It but don't matter how good. But like it don't it don't like Josh Allen threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns the week before. Threw for another what, 370 and four touchdowns in this game, and none of that matter because Patrick Mahomes is like, oh yeah, we need to score. All right, well let's tie this up and let's get it back. It don't matter when you have Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Patrick Mahomes is going to Michael Jordan. All these dudes out of like at least a couple titles because none of them is going to be able to beat him. He's so good. I mean, like, like I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm being hyperbolic here, but no, CJ, you know, I, I think he's uh, really that good. Am I wrong? No, you're not, because this is the guy who literally kind of sort of brought a Magic Johnson pistol P element to the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. That's so like, right, man. like we're like we're talking about a dude who can cr- throw across his body, throw underhanded, throw sidearm, throw pitch passes, you know, get get on the run and make like the first couple drives he 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 ran for 50 yards. Yeah. Untouched. Yeah. And it's like what can you do with that? It, it has to be to a point like where people where it's like when when okay, when Jordan was getting his butt kicked in the, in the early days of his career by Detroit, he said, "You know what? I'm put on 15 pounds of muscle, perfect this fadeaway, and I'm a, and I'm going to rip your heart out." Patrick Mahomes doesn't even have to do anything like that because he's already equipped. He's already, I'm a car guy. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say he is, he's the full option package. You don't have to go to, you don't have to go to the dealership and say, oh, I want to add this to my car. I don't want to add this to my car. All you have to do is just say, give me the Mahomes model because the <laughs> Mahomes true. model is already fully equipped. Like it's ridiculous. And I feel bad, like you said. It's going to be Josh. It's going to be Lamar. It's going to be Herbert. It's going to be Burrow. They're all going to be fighting for one title because this dude is probably going to take at least two or three before he even decides to take a step back. So it's like, what can you do? No, no, it's nothing. It's, it's so hard. It, it, again, like, you know, we're blessed to be able to watch all these guys. But again, it's like, I know for some of these fan base, because again, like, like you see the Bills, like the Bills were, have been bad for a long time. Like the Bengals have been, were bad for a long time. Like, they're finally kind of getting some juice. Like the Bengals should be fun to watch next, you know, five or ten years, but it might not end in a Super Bowl, probably because of this one curly haired dude. Like it might that's it. Like there's not but, much. But you know, what makes this more absurd is it's a one and done league. Even yeah. in a one and done situation, you don't think you you stand a chance. And yeah. I feel that like I don't know. Like I feel our big old man, the man who loves chocolate cake and calls people the Grim Reaper. I feel like, I don't know, for all the things that he went through in Philly, all the heartbreak, I feel that this is all, the only dude that could coach Pat Mahomes. Because I don't, like, because he figured out, like, like I think this is one of the few minds, him and, like, I, I think, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, Tyree Hill called him, Kobe and Shaq, him and him and Bianami know how to unleash Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be this good with many coaches. I, I think that it takes a special combination of just man like i don't know and he's getting up there and he still knows how to like i don't know design plays i don't remember like it's weird to say these are i don't see the same plays from the chiefs year to year like i don't know some of the stuff that they run is wild i'll I'll say this and we'll we'll get out here on this i'll say this like i I think like you said like other than andy Reid, the only guy who can probably coach this dude is probably eric bmi which might be why he hasn't taken a job which yeah. again, because like like this is I would imagine this would be his job if Andy Reid decides to leave. And if I'm Eric Bieniemy, it's like yo, it's like yo, I can start my coaching career like with you know five good years of Patrick Mahomes or whatever. Like that's not a bad thing to wait for. I'm not saying that that's the case or whatever like that, but maybe that's the case for Eric Bieniemy. And if it is, and you know, I get it. No, like, I I feel, no, no, it's it's starting to feel like I don't know. Like Andy's having a Belichick type run right now, right. and I feel that like maybe maybe this is. The enemy is what Josh McDaniels is, where like he's just like I don't know, and it doesn't feel like he's in this rush. Because why are you in a rush? Like why are you in a rush to coach Sam Darnold? Yeah, no. Like or why are you in a rush to coach like I don't know, like Dan Dimes? Like when you could just be an OC and like I don't know, like build like 
is being a head coach important? Hell yeah. But like when you have when you have this much, and this is what doesn't get me about some other people that play video games. It's like it's all about the dubs, man. It's all about the rings. Like and you look at dudes like the enemy, Holmes, Reed, like it's all about the wins. And <laughs> that's why football rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said before, football is so good that it makes you forget how problematic it is a lot of times. Because again, like you know, football. I mean, we can talk for days about how problematic is football is on and off the field but then again you saw the preliminary ratings for that for that game that the sunday night game the, the bill's chiefs game the preliminary ratings were 35 million people um watching that game again this is a divisional championship game between um the buffalo a buffalo market team and the kansas city market team and you're getting 35 million people at least um watching that game so i mean again football's king i mean it is what it is we know this uh, which is why we spent 40 minutes talking about football i thought we were good, the whole show was going to be 40 minutes we're just gonna go the whole hour. It doesn't matter because yep. we gotta talk some. We gotta talk some wrestling. This is why we have our special guest again, the third man in with us, Chris Stevens, to talk some wrestling. When I went to go get my again, this is a radio medium, so no one saw this, but my co-host saw this. When I went to go get my charger for the phone, I went up and I pointed, and I pointed at a sign. <laughs> There's a sign in my room where the charger is. Science is WrestleMania. It's time to begin paving the road because now you all know at the end of January, a lot of people start tearing rotator cuffs and start pointing at signs in the corners of arenas <laughs> and stadiums across this country. WrestleMania is upon us, will be upon us very, very soon. The road begins this weekend, <clears throat> excuse me, at Royal Rumble. It is time for us to kind of break this down in fantasy book. It is only we do here on the Broad Street Line. Again, Chris Stevens, I will start with you. Let's just do this title title by title. I guess this is probably the best way to do this because, um, again, otherwise it might get a little confusing. So let's let's assume, again, we are at the point now. The WWE Championship is in the hands of one Brock F. Lesnar. That's the belt that's on Raw. So between now, pre-Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania in a couple of months, what happens with the Raw title? The Raw, Raw men's title. title. Raw men's title. Excuse the me. Raw men's title. I say mm. that I like what MVP floated out this week, that somehow Lashley gets the best of because this is what we this is what we've been waiting for in the octagon or the squared circle for about 20 years. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. We're gonna get it Saturday night. Yep. And I feel like Lashley gets the Duke somehow gets the belt back and Lesnar in a Les and Paul Heyman unlocks the beast again. You know, even though he, even though Face Brock has been super funny and entertaining, I feel like we get Beast Brock back. He just kicks all kinds of tail at the Rumble, wins the Rumble, and then gets a rematch with Lashley at WrestleMania. That would be mm -hmm. my that would be my uh, fantasy book. I like I like that I like that, um, Mr. Domingo. You want you want to take the take a turn at this? Oh man, no, no. I feel this is the conundrum that like I don't <clears> know. That that day once started when like I don't know Roman got like I don't know that some bitch COVID got 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 Roman. I, I mean because I feel that like I don't know like this and like I really think this no and I think this is the only way to get Brock in the Royal Rumble. Like I, I feel like because like if you have if you're in a title match you just assume you're not in the Royal Rumble. But if you lose, Brock like I don't know finds like I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a dude that. That's in it. Um, Sammy Zane. No, yeah, no, no, his voice, Sammy. No, right. this is perfect. Sammy comes out in his music. Brock comes out and literally just F5s him and, like, I don't know, in, into Bolivian. He takes his spot, like, I don't know, goes 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 medieval and, and wins a Royal Rumble. No, I, I, you know what? I feel like that really is the only, because I keep saying, I don't know what other guy deserves, like, a title shot. Like, I don't know. That deserves a mania. Like like a mania title shot, like I don't know because because I think I don't think you could do Edge again. Edge won last year. Like I don't know. Like McIntyre's out. Like like I, I feel like I don't know. This is really and, and one that scene. Like I, I don't even know. Does Brock even know to point at at, at the sign? Like I don't no. know. Like because he no. doesn't seem like like I, I think like someone needs to tell Brock. Like when when the cameras pointed you, you gotta like point. He's like why why? <laughs> and, and then he Brody's no no. I, you know what? I think because I usually put I usually put these down in my like just like in my mind and say I think this is what's gonna happen. I think this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> so just to be clear, so you think, Mr. Domingo, you think Lesnar wins 
Rumble and faces Roman in Mania? Darn. Damn. I didn't think about this. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, no, 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 because I think, like, if, if, because I don't know if, because say if Brock Lesnar were to, were to hold, keep the belt, who faces Brock Lesnar for the title? Like, I don't know, for the Raw title at WrestleMania. Well, that's why I'm asking. That's this is your no, fantasy book. You have the book. No, you got I'm the pencil, so man. I'm so confused. No, and, and what we can't forget about an elimination chamber. Exactly. In Jedi. Like exactly. I know, like I don't know. Like who? Like whoever wins this, we don't even know who's involved in that chamber. We like so it's really hard. Not to defend myself, it's really hard to like book because we don't know like who the Royal Rumble winner is gonna face. This is that's what I'm saying. You have the pencil. You can make it however you think it's. I, all right, here, here's what I have. All right, here. So I have, again, I Christmas to Stevens. I agree with you. Lashley beats Lesnar. I'm not sure how. I mean, obviously Paul Heyman's gonna have a, a you know a factor in it. Maybe the Uso, since they can't be in Roman's match, maybe they come around and maybe something happens with them. Lashley beats Lesnar on at at Royal Rumble. All right, Lesnar. We're gonna talk about Lesnar later, but Lesnar's out of the picture on this one. Big E wins the Royal Rumble. And we get Big E versus Lashley at Mania for the Raw title. That's what I think happens with the Raw title. We'll talk about the other title in a second. But that's how I think what happens with the Raw title at Mania. We get Big E, Lashley at Mania for the Raw title. Uh, since I'm doing this, I'll do the Universal title. So the Universal title, I think Reigns retains against Seth Rollins on, on Saturday. Lesnar wins Elimination Chamber. And then we get Lesnar Reigns and Mania for the title. Oh. I think that's the money. I think that Lesnar Reigns at Mania is the money title. It's a money <laughs> thing. So if Lesnar loses the title, like you know, like you guys have said in some ways, Lesnar's just going to just go destroy everybody in the world and then get his title shot. He'll give me back in the mix. And then we get Lesnar and we get we, we get uh, we get Lesnar and we get Roman Reigns in Dallas for all the money. But who at, wins? At Mania. I think Roman wins because I think that's the end of the story. No, I mean I think that's the end of the story. I think that's the end of the arc that that Roman Roman finally gets his win over Lesnar. Um, but so that means Roman Reigns is still a champion. Yes. So I keep asking you offline, online, <laughs> inline, who the hell beats Roman Reigns? You no, no, you don't, you, I, don't, you, don't <laughs> you don't want no, this name, think, but I'm gonna give you the name. No, but I you, think like, <laughs> this is what this is what Vinny. I thought no, this is his this is his dream. Like he always wanted a Hulk like reign for a modern for a modern wrestler. He got it. Like I like and I really think that like I don't know, you need to get like whoever like if you go this route and you have Roman beat Brock, like I don't know, even with or without help, I don't even think it matters. Like I don't know, say hey if it helps him. Or this was a swerve the entire time and like I don't know, like they hug at the end, like I don't know, because Heyman, like I don't right. know, like like screwed Brock. I don't like this. You built such a monster. I don't know if anyone on this roster is even like, like even if you could build that up deserving of this kind of rub. Well, that's, is, well, yeah. Well, that's a separate, that's a separate combo. That's a separate combo. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get that in a second. Let me, let me, let me give it back to, to CJ. Your, your thoughts on the, the universal title currently held by Roman Reigns. How do we get to WrestleMania with that? My heart says, this is what I want. I want, my guy, Big E, to win the Rumble, then trade himself, then find himself back on SmackDown, and he takes the belt off of Roman in Dallas. That would be mm. my heart. That would be my heart's desire. Right. My my head, however, is with Chris Domingo. I say that Brock loses to Lashley, raises all kind of cane until either Rumble or Elimination Chamber. And then him and Roman for all Roman for the biggest bag Vince McMahon will ever see in his entire life in, in Dallas. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say that Roman does hang on. And then of course a certain cousin will make will, will make will make an appearance at, at SoFi next April. There's only two ways I think this ends. All right. Either the cousin. No, 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 There's two ways this could end. Again, neither man's on the active roster, but there's two ways this ends. Again, one, the cousin shows up at SoFi for the biggest bag in the history of the world. Again, because there ain't never going to be a bigger bag than that. Or either at SoFi or I don't even know where SummerSlam is, Peacemaker shows up and finally does it. That's it. This is the only way this ends. 
either oh, Cena gee. or Cena or, or The Rock are the only two dudes up again if this happens. Only two dudes who can take the belt off the. Off, no, off the no, I think, no, I think, like, I don't know. They've built up this man to the point where, like, I think Pete Roman's bigger than Pete Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't, like, I like, like, I don't, like, especially if you, if you pull the trigger and have him beat Brock. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Brock, like, I don't know, like, and, and one, Brock is pretty over as a face that I don't think he needs a title. Like, I don't know, like, no. I don't even remember, like, I don't know, like, and no, I, I think you built this up where, like, I don't know, like, I, I mean, when people are talking about two WrestleManias from now, you know this is big. Or, like, or, or no, because I, I really think, like, I don't know, like, SoFi, like, I don't know, like, but how do, like, do you do you do a tease the way that, like, they did it with Rock Cena, where, like, Rock comes out a year before. Does he come out in Dallas after Roman beats Brock to, like, to, like, to light the match? Or, do, like, how do you... Because you 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 have to like I don't know maximize Brock's appearances because he's not he ain't showing up to a raw indicator. No, I, I'm telling you, you're not getting. I don't think you're gonna see Dwayne until 2023. I don't think that man's gonna step foot <laughs> unless he's got like another movie with another golden egg or something he's got to promote. I don't think you're gonna see that see that man on screen until 2020. I think he's gonna wait. It's gonna be a the, the continuation of the slow burn. Like, you ain't gonna see it. Like, how you get from again mania to I don't know next year's rumble. I don't know, but I don't think you're gonna see that man. Like I don't think, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they're gonna don't throw it out. There. Uh, yeah, like does does Rock wrestle in elimination at, a, at an elimination? No, 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 no. He's not never lessons, no, no, no. Like, no, yeah, you're gonna no, ask no. a 45 year old Rock to like. That's why I, I feel. I, I mean, as much as it is the, it feels the most likely. You keep you have this you have this scene of like I don't know like 16 time thing, and anytime. I could see Ric Flair eat a pile of crap. I'd be happy. So I, I mean, like, I don't like. At some point, he's got to break the record, right? Like, I don't know. You would, like, yeah, I, you, I, would, I, you would think. You would think. Yeah. And why not break it against the biggest star since you? No, I mean, I'm telling you, like, there's only there's only two ways to do it. Like, I mean, it's either Cena or The Rock. I mean, like, I think again, we'll, we will have more answers again after Mania to see how they see how they go with this. Because again, if they give it to Lesnar, then maybe the whole calculus changes, but. All right, that's the men's. Let's talk about the women's. Let's give the, give the women a fair shake as well. Um, the Royal Women's title is currently um, with one Becky Lynch. So, Mr. Stevens, what do you think that happens with the Raw title, Raw Women's title, um, between now and Mania? I think my girl Bianca Nicole Blair Crawford gets her rematch. I don't know if I don't know if that means she wins the Rumble because I still think there's there's still a part of me inside that says Naomi wins the Rumble and it's her and Charlotte for the SmackDown title. That's uh, that gives away my SmackDown booking, but I, yeah, but I feel like Bianca has played the good soldier role enough to a point where, because I don't know if you want to give a legend, you know, a, a, a title match against, because it seems like they're trying to tease on SmackDown. They're trying to tease Charlotte versus Lita. And I don't know how many people are going to actually want to see Charlotte versus Lita. And I can tell you right now, I don't know if anybody wants to see Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch on for the Raw title. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like this is the chance for WWE. And granted, you know they aren't exactly a charitable organization in that sense, but to right or wrong because Bianca literally probably had no idea until the last minute that she was going right. to drop to Becky. Now, now that Becky's um, fully you know recovered from childbirth, you know she's ready to go, you know. Give Bianca her shot and let her let her wrestle. I mean, the last WrestleMania moment she had with Sasha was just like so amazing for, you know, young girls, black girl magic and all of that. But now this is a chance for Bianca Belair to be what she always was before that. You know, yeah. what we always thought she would be is the biggest women's wrestling star in the business. And this is a chance for her to be that. So I feel like she either wins the Rumble or wins the Elimination Chamber, calls out Becky and wins the Smack, the Raw Women's title. Yeah, I have the same thing. I have ever actually went in the elimination chamber, but you're right. Like I think that happens. I think that needs to happen because again, that writes the wrong that you know that she suffered you know a few months back, and again, it gives her another WrestleMania. Look, she's already proven that she's a star on the biggest stage, you know, of wrestling, WrestleMania. So again, Bianca, uh, Bianca, Becky Lynch rematch for WrestleMania um, would at WrestleMania to me would be amazing. Um, for the Raw side, I'm sorry, for the SmackDown side, um, I actually have uh, Asuka winning the Rumble coming back from however many months off, winning the Rumble, and then just facing Charlotte for the title. Although, 
I did see a rumor, I don't know if you guys saw on the dirt sheets, that um, a certain Ronda Rousey is supposed to be in the building um, at the Rumble this weekend. So whenever Ronda Rousey's around, obviously that throws a wrench in things. So I'm not sure whether we get Ronda Rousey Charlotte at, at Mania, uh, but I think we'll get Mystery Person X versus Charlotte. I'll say Asuka um, at Mania for that. I'm going to say Bailey. I'm going to say Bailey wins the Royal Rumble. Because she's and, supposed to be back to yeah. And faces uh, Charlotte. No, I think that I think I mean you could go. They could go a lot of different ways with, with that. Um, with, with actually, I guess with both belts. Um, because again, like they have like the like the the star power at the top is you know I mean, there's a lot. Um, and again, I'd like to see I'd like to see Naomi in it. But again, Naomi's got her own I guess her own little storyline as well. So maybe Naomi has to wait until SummerSlam or whatever. But I mean they have a lot of star power on on both sides of the house when when it comes to that. But yeah, no, it's gonna be. We're going to learn a lot, I think, on, on, on Sunday or Saturday, I guess I should say. At thank, the, uh, God, thank God. Thank God they did this on Saturday because I'm sure it's great. do not want to do this against Championship Sunday. No, no, like, no, no. We, we need the normalized Saturday pay-per-view, whether it's two-night paper. Like, no, I, I mean, like, thankfully, thankfully, Mania is going to be two nights now because yep. no one needs to suffer through seven hours of wrestling all no. in one shot. So, no, no. And, and one – Having having this pay per view in a stadium is huge. Like I I mean like I don't know why it took so long to put these things in like semi stadiums anyway because I think it's in the um the dome where uh the um the Rams played it. Yeah, St. Louis. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So it's going to be a, a, a huge huge night of wrestling again. We're looking forward to. It. We'll be tweeting all, all about uh, Royal Rumble this on Saturday tonight as this airs. And then, of course, the uh, NFC um, NFC and AFC Championship games. Actually, I didn't get you guys picked, so, so we'll, we'll do it right now. Um, who's going to win these football games on Sunday, and, and who's going to who's going to win the Super Bowl? I've got the Chiefs and the Rams, and I've got the Rams in a close one, thirty-five to thirty-one in Super Bowl Fifty Six. Ooh, I like it. I like it, Mr. Domingo. <laughs> we share the name and we share the prediction. I think, like, I know, no, I no, I, I feel Rams beat the Forty ers because. I just don't see the 49ers beating the Rams three times in a row. That's mm-hmm. just uh, like, and, like, I feel that, like, I don't know. And, and one, the teams that give Mahomes the biggest kryptonite are those pass rushers. And I feel that, like, the world's going to finally know how much of an animal, and I don't mean Batista, Aaron Donald is. Aaron Donald is going to single handedly win the Super Bowl for the Rams. He will be the MVP of the, he will be the MVP of the Super Bowl. Oh, I like it. You can probably get some good good odds on, on Aaron Donald winning Super Bowl MVP. I like those two teams, although I do like the Chiefs um, winning that Super Bowl matchup. You're going to see a lot of Patrick Mahomes, tick, I'm sorry, Jackson Mahomes, excuse me, tick-tocking all over SoFi <laughs> oh, Stadium. No. Um, you're going to see Mrs. Mahomes spraying all sorts of Dom Perignon on, on people all over the stadium. That was his wife. That was his wife. Oh, that was his wife. God, yeah, yeah that's, that's wifey Mahomes. Yeah, so I think we get Chiefs Rams. And I think the Chiefs pull out another ring for Patrick Mahomes. All right, before we get out of here, um, thanks again to one Chris Stevens for joining us on the show as always. Chris, before we let you go, please let everybody know, you know what you're getting into and how they can follow you on, on social media. Once again, want well, to thank you guys for having me. Greatly appreciate it. You can find me on the Twitter machine at CJ Writes and Thangs. That's C-J-W-R-I-T-E-S, the letter N-T-H-A-N-G-S. Anything else, you know, you can find me, you know, tweeting about, you know, my, you know, I'm a, I'm an author, I'm a podcaster, all that stuff. You can just find all that information at chrisstevenswrites.com and, you know, just, just, just check in with me. You know, I, I tweet with anybody and everybody and I'll just tweet recklessly until Roy kicks me off of Twitter. So just find me there. <laughs> no, definitely check out Chris's work again. You got what, 11 books? I, I always 11, get the, yeah. 11, yep. 11 books, you know, freelance author. Um, Again, he's, he's like, you got, got a, you know, got a ton of stuff going on. He's got, got your own, talk about uh, your, Oh, we got a minute. Yeah, talk about your uh, your your basketball site as well. Ah, uh, yes, I cover high school and college basketball here in the state of Delaware. My website is firststatehoopsreport.com. Um, I cover pretty much everybody in basketball in Delaware that's you know making an impact. So the kids that you may see playing college basketball from our fair state, chances are I've already probably written an interview to me. Yeah, so yeah, check out again first state hoops report. Check out Chris on Amazon again. Follow him as well. On the Twitter machine at CJ Writes, the letter N Thanks. Again, Chris, thanks as always for joining us. We appreciate thanks a lot, it. Man. Chris. Thanks for having me, guys. Greatly appreciate it. Mr. Domingo, we are out of here for this week. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Let everybody know the wish everybody a good weekend, like you always do. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs> See you guys.
I love the Maryland Lottery's new Pick 5 game. And now, the starting five for my Pick 5. First, number four. Next, number three. Here he is, lucky number seven. The big digit, number nine. And Mr. Clutch, number two. Play new Pick 5 from the Maryland Lottery. You could win up to $50,000. Please play responsibly.